ערב שבת שלום, ערב שבת שמות, beginning of a new ספר, ספר הגלות והגאולה, in the words of the Ramban, the book of exile and redemption. And, and in the context of uh, what's going on today, I think it's very profound. I wanted to learn a specific teaching of the Maharal in Gvurot Hashem in chapter 28. Uh, but uh, again, we will dedicate this Torah learning to the safety of our soldiers and Bezrat Hashem to the health and safety and safe return of our hostages for the comforting of the families of the bereaved, of the fallen, to the souls, the neshamot of the holy fallen, Mosri Nefesh, Chalfei Nefesh for Am Yisrael, and that HaKadosh Baruch should give courage and refuah shlema to the wounded, to the wounded heroes of Chayalei uh, Tzahal, and bring about and restore peace and safety and serenity to Eretz Yisrael, to Am Yisrael, to Medinat Yisrael, and to all of mankind. In the narrative where HaKadosh Baruch Hu encounters, or Moshe encounters the Sneh, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu engages with Moshe in a lengthy discussion, where Moshe argues that he should not be the one to be Moshiach Hashem, to be Mashiach Hashem, to be the Redeemer on behalf of Hashem. Uh, in chapter 4 of Sefer Shmot, uh, they turn around, Hashem turns around to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he says to him, listen, these are the signs and the wonders that you should show Am Yisrael so that they should believe you. And then in Pasuk Yud, that's the first source that I sent you, the Torah records Moshe saying the following, Vayoymer Moshe el Hashem, Moshe responds to Hashem, Be Adonai, please hearken to me, my Lord. Lo ish dvarim anochi, I am not a man of words. גם מתמול, גם משלשום. From, yes, not from, and this is not from yesterday, and not from two days ago. גם מאז דברך אל עבדך, even since you spoke first to your servant, I'm not a man of words. Why? כי כבד פה, וכבד לשון אנוכי. I am heavy of mouth. And heavy of tongue. Rashi says, I speak heavily. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, God says to Moshe, Who gives a mouth to man? Or who makes a person dumb? Or deaf? Or pikeach? or mentally capable, or ever, or blind. Hello, Anochi Hashem. Behold, it is I, the Lord your God. The question the Maharal deals with is 
if Moshe Rabbeinu is a sholem, then how can it be that Moshe Rabbeinu is a chvad peh or chvad lashon? How can it be that he has a speech impediment? How can it be that there is something lacking, void, in Moshe? Says the Maharal, Yesh la'akshot. We must ask, I'm reading in the second line now. Yesh la'akshot. Moshe shaya lo kol ha'ma'alot. Moshe had all the requirements. Va'af shlemut aguf. Amongst the ma'alot, the attributes that he had, he had something called shlemut aguf. Shlemut aguf means completeness of the body. Va'af shlemut aguf ayalok. Moshe amu al komato, they said regarding his stature. Uvechol davai, he was very tall and very strong. And regarding everything, how could it be that this man who had shleimut in every other area, he's not an ishtvarim? He's the man who's meant to be the Mashiach, the Redeemer of Israel. He's the man who is the messenger of God. He's the man who speaks to God face to face. How can it be that he is not a man of words? Dvarim, words, the ability to speak is also part of shlemut, of completion, of the complete physical spirit and the complete spiritual aspect of the built body. And the man. Says the Maharal, da, you should know. It is because Moshe Rabbeinu was distant from material. And there is no force, no component, no strength that is more separate and more distinct and represents more the manifestation of the physical, the chumri, like the mouth and the tongue. The ability to see and to hear Their action requires no actual movement. It is done when one is dormant. Because the ear and the eye does not require activation. It's done when you are dormant, when you are in, in a state of relaxation. This has something to do with the mind. Anything that is physical is only activated through movement. This is why Moshe didn't have the power of speech, Shugashmi, because it is physical. And if it is difficult, as we will explain later, the Psukim, like we say in our Hallel, they have a mouth, and they shall not speak. There that pasuk means because the mouth is the essence of man. 
אין דבר זה קשי על המבין. This is not a difficulty for one who truly understands, says the Maharal. Why? כי הדיבור בעצמו, because speech itself, אין ספק, there is no doubt. כיוון שהוא על ידי תנועה, הוא פועל גשמי, since it is done and activated through movement, movement of the tongue, movement of the teeth, movement of the cheeks, of the lips. It is an activation of something that is physical. אבל הוא על ידי שכל שיודע לצרף הדיבור. It is done through the mind, through the intellect that knows how to engage the power of speech. כמו שהבאנו ראייה מן התינוק, let us bring proof from a baby. שיש לו הכלים, he has all the attributes, he has all the necessary components. שהם מחתכים הלשון. He knows, he has the tongue, he has the mouth, he has the cheeks, but he doesn't have the power of speech. He doesn't have that combination of seichel, of the intellect and the tongue and everything else. Moshe didn't have a deficiency there. He had... a condition known as chituch ha-dibur. His speech was cut. V'vada'i po'al gashmi. When we speak and we cut sounds, cut nouns, cut expressions, you make a sound where you cut it, how you cut it, how it comes out, how it is said, how it is shaped, the vowels, the o's, the oo's, the e's, The end of words, that is a physical action. כאשר תבין זה, when you understand that, תבין גם מה שאמרו רז"ל, you will also understand what our sages taught us in the Gemara in Nida, למד עמוד ב', שהוולד יוצא לאוויר העולם, that when a baby is born, an embryo comes into the air of the world, במהלך וסתרו על פיו, an angel comes and touches him just above the lip. הוא משכח ממנו כל התורה, and he forgets the entire Torah. למה אמרו סתרו על פיו? Why is it סתרו? סתרו means smacks him on the mouth. Why does he need to smack him on the mouth? כי הוא זה אשר אמרנו לך, this is what we have taught you, כי הפה שנעשה בו אדם חי מדבר, it is the mouth that makes a person a living speaking being. גשמי, something physical. הוא משכח ממנו כל התורה, but in order to do so, first he has to forget the whole Torah. Because man is the function, he is the tube, he is the way that the neshama, the soul, connects to the physical. And since the neshama, the soul, which is intellectual, is not connected through the physical, In other words, before you've come into the air of the world, before the embryo is born, it's come into this physical world, then it doesn't require it. It has the Torah, it doesn't need to speak. And then it is completely part of the mind. Completely. And he can know the whole Torah. But when it comes out, when the embryo enters into the world, נגמר בריאתו, that is the completion of his creation, והנשמה תתחבר לחומר, and it's the moment when the soul connects to the physical component of the body. כאשר תתחבר הנשמה אל הגוף, 
And when the neshama connects itself to the body, that's when a man becomes a living, speaking, physical being, a ruach memalmela, like the Unculus translates the person. And that's what makes you forget the entire Torah, because it's not, because the Torah that you've got is completely sikhli, it's completely spiritual, it's completely in the mind. And that's why Unculus translates, and man becomes a living being. The, a, a, a human being becomes a living being that is mam lala. It is a speaking being. Because man, his shape, his spiritual being, his creation is the connection of the soul that is guided by the intellect and the physical body together. And that in and of itself is the power of speech, that is only done because there is a soul that connects to the body, as we will explain. When the ability to speak is the completion of the shaping of man. As long as we're in the, in the stomach of the mother, he doesn't have the ability to speak. Until he comes into the air of the world. And this, this smack on the mouth, this stira that is done on his mouth, that is the completion, the moment of completion of the making, of the shaping, and the connecting of the body, the physical body, and the neshama and the soul. And it's called and described as a strike on the mouth. Because that is the completion of the shaping of any of any item. When you finish and you conclude making some kind of component, an item, a cup, a saucer, whatever it may be, the final action that makes it complete is called a makabapatish. It's called a hammer blow. Someone who strikes a vessel as a final act of creation. That is the final completion of its creation. And its shaping, also the completion of its shaping. That is when a li- we become living beings that speak. It is done through the power of speech. That is the final act. That is completion. That is the force and the ability to speak. And then when you have that, then they strike us on the mouth. That's when it finishes. And man is finally completed because he is made of the neshama, the intellect and the body. And that's why. The action of speech is through the body. But it can't be done without the control of the intellect and the soul. Like we explained above, because the baby, just like a baby that has no intellect, it doesn't speak. And the behema, an animal too, has all the facilities, has all the components to speak. But an animal, a behemoth, a, a cow can't speak, an ox can't speak, a, a goat can't speak. Because it doesn't have an ashama or an intellect. 
in that way. Ubalomar, and he comes to say, Kigmar Tsuratoshladam Shazel Gumar Mlachto, the completion of man is the completion of his creation. Nasabigmar Piv Shabokoha Dibri, and it is done through the completion of the mouth, and that's where the force and the power and the ability to speak comes from. Lakach Kaamar, and therefore we said, Mishakach, Meshakach Mimenokola Torah Kola. That's why you have to forget the entire Torah first. Why? Because before the neshama and the intellect and the body came together, Lamad kol I learned the whole Torah. And he immersed, and the, the embryo is saturated in its goodness. And that's good as long as he didn't have a connection to his physical body. And as we said regarding Moshe, Moshe was different. He was distinct regarding his elevated level. He didn't lean, he didn't aim towards the physical at all. He was completely separate. He didn't have that final action of a stira b'fiv, that makah b'fiv, that makah b'patish. It never happened. And therefore, after he came into the air of the world, he knew the entire Torah. But God needed to make something of him that would make him less than divine. Something a little bit deficient. And this was it. And try to understand this, because it is something that needs clarity. The people who speak lots speak nonsense. Because speaking is a physical action. Because the more you speak, the more distant you become from the intellect. And behold, I'll clarify to you, and this is why Moshe is not considered to be somebody who had the power of the mouth and the power of the tongue. The Ramzu and this was indicated through a hidden aspect. Like we learned in the first chapter of Masechet Tanit. How, what, how did Moshe serve in the days of the dedication of the Mishkan? Rav Kahana Matni, Rav Kahana taught. He served in a white gown that had no speech. Remez al Shlimut, this is an indication of completion, Hanivdala Sikhli, of the separate elevated level that is distinct, where the intellect controls Bachelek Lavan in this white, as represented by this completely white garment. And he had no speech, he didn't say a word, and therefore he was merited to serve Hashem and to dedicate the Mizbeach. In that way, in the Mishkan. And this is his Midah, Moshe Rabbeinu's Midah. This white garment that has no speech. That he, they, they, it was just pure. It wasn't deficient in any way. Speech only takes away, detracts from the Sechel and the Neshama, from the intellect and the soul. This garment showed the intellect which is white and pure. And I'm not saying that he didn't have anything to say that it is just a, a hint. 
regarding the, the lip of the garment, when a person wears a garment at the very bottom, there's some kind of seam that goes around it. That seam is like an imra, it's like a speech. You should know that's why we call the that seam of the garment an imra. In Aramaic, because speech is the conclusion and the final action of the shape of man. And that now we can conclude as I have explained. We are going to skip two lines of the Fikach and therefore Moshe merited to serve in the Mishkan in Yemea Miluim, to dedicate the Mishkan, to bring the Shekhinah and the Divine Presence into the Mishkan, wearing this beautiful white garment that it's Tzach and Tahor, pure and, sh- and, and, and clear. She'en lo imra, it's not, it's got no seam, there was no separation. She'abegel hazem t'yaches lo, it referred only specifically to him, v'ra'oi lo, and was merited for him. B'mash Moshe ha'yach ha'ser ha'gmar she'bona ha'sa adam kashmi. Moshe, did have a deficiency. That deficiency was that final action that makes man completely physical. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have it. And there's no seam, there was no seam in this white chaluk, in this white garment. Why? Because that's a conclusion, that's the final action of a garment. And therefore what we learn from here, dear friends, is that Moshe Rabbeinu was closer than any man alive to the Shekhinah, to the Divine Presence, to the Torah, the Torah, his Neshama, his Sechel, even his Guf. His Guf was not completed because of the dominance of the Neshama and the Sechel as reflected through the Torah and the communication with God. And therefore he says, I don't have this gmar, I don't have this final action, this makabapatish, this hammer blow that makes me tzurat aguf, that makes me physical. Maybe I'm not the right leader, I'm too spiritual. I can't communicate on a physical level and the Kodesh Baruch Hu says to him, you're the one that I need. In order to bring my Torah, my word to mankind, it needs to come through something that is tzach v'taho, something that is pure, something that is that is clear, without any shading and any murking of my word. It needs to come through you. And therefore you, O Mashiach Hashem, you are the Redeemer of the Jewish people and the carrier of my word to all of mankind. Shabbat Shalom.